Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. We are so glad that you have joined us today. I'm a little bit amped up. (laughs) I don't know why, (laughs) but we're glad that you're with us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to leave us a five-star review. Share this with your friends. We greatly appreciate you as you have helped us grow this show by more than four times. Does that make sense? It's quadrupled. Mm. Let me say that. Mm. This show has quadrupled in the past few months because of you all. Let's make it tuppled. <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Nice. Is that buddy. good? That, yeah. That's a real word. It's got to be that's a real word. I think across. it's the jokes. Mm-hmm. I think it's the jokes. But I you know, so. and I think it's specifically, I think it's my jokes. I think mm. we would have ten tuppled already if it weren't for your jokes. But uh mm, you that, know, <laughs> okay. since this is coming start out pointing fingers uh, to start off the show. <laughs> <laughs> since this is coming out so close to Christmas, why don't you go first, my friend? Give me a Christmas joke. In the spirit of giving, you give me the microphone first. What? Look at you, bud. I'm proud of you. Thank it you. is the season. Um, I'm proud of me. What too. is, this is actually appropriate. Uh, what okay. is every parent's favorite Christmas carol? Carol? Carol. Every parent's favorite Christmas carol. I don't know. Silent Night. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke, but that is. Darn true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. That is absolutely yeah. true. On Tyler the hills. Just, yeah, we just got back from a trip where we taught in South Carolina together, brought our families. So six kids, five and under in the house. And uh, silent nights didn't happen that often. No, they did not. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What do you call an elf that runs away from Santa's workshop? A rebel without a clause. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. And let yeah. me be more relevant, uh, even though I know nothing about this person. Why do reindeer like Beyonce so much? She slays. Nice. Yeah. I don't even get that, but it had Beyonce's name in it. I figured yeah. it would All make right. me relevant somehow. Yeah. So I have no That's idea. what we're about. Yeah. We're so yeah, relevant. I literally have I literally have no idea what that means, but hopefully someone else out there does. All right. We're going to dive in today. We had Mike Hagee on the show. Great, great, great man. We love talking to him. So much fun and so much wisdom. Uh, that didn't make sense. So much fun and so much wisdom. I guess yeah. that made sense. Yeah, kind Plus, of. It yeah. wasn't good at English, but yeah, it worked. Okay. All right. Yeah. So a lot of what we talked about was collaboration, being around those that you want to grow, And one of the things that he said that I thought was fantastic was, do eagles want to hang out with eagles or grumpy chickens? (laughs) Which is fantastic. So I I think that, you know, we talk who's your who a lot. uh, But, you know, being around those you want to grow. What do you think about that, T? And then being someone, sorry, being someone who helps others get where they want to go. So let's kind of unpack that for us. Yeah, big. So Mike's got a big team, and and that was a big part of what we talked about: the collaboration, being 
the topic primarily, but he has a big servant's heart too. Like he spoke so much about caring for his team and a lot of the questions that he mentions and, and when he's bringing somebody onto his team, ones that he's really intentional in doing so to make sure that everybody is in alignment, that pulling on the same side of the rope and that's a good fit. I mean, I think sometimes we, um, you know, in life can, can fail to calculate what is um, that it, if it's going to be a good fit or not, even like in a client type relationship, because we're so consumed with, you know, keeping the ball moving down the field, but being really intentional about who we get into business with, who we get into relationship with is critical to the success of it, because we got to be going in the same direction. If we're working against each other, it's, it's never going to succeed in the first place. And it's just borrowed slash wasted time. So he, you know, Mike talks about attracting high talent and some of the things that he does to get them is he, the, the ego metaphor, you know, being around other people that want to grow, that are like-minded, big vision, big gold. Um, and he's intentional about finding where people want to go, helping them get there. And then I think the biggest thing that he does that makes an impact on his teams, he has Friday dance parties in the office, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> right, yes. so I think yeah. that that, you know, but to, that's a joke, but like really just spoke to Mike as like, that's, that's who he is, man. Like he, he likes to have yeah. fun. He cares about his team. He wants his team to have fun. He wants them to work hard and, and push the, push the ball down the field, but like, he's also focused on getting them what they need and taking care of them. I mean, that's what we talk about. That's our, that's the point of our show is how to serve what it looks like to be a leader and serve the people around you, care for them, provide for them, um, and give them opportunities to be themselves. And, um, clearly that's what Mike's identified and does at a really high level in his office. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but Proverbs 13, 20 in in the Bible says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Mm-hmm. And this, that's the whole point of talking about being around those who want to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you uh, progress, so, so uh, there's a lot of people that want to just be the best on the team, right? If you're a, if you're a college football player, and you go back and play with the high school kids, like you're going to beat them, but you're not going to get better, right? Mm-hmm. You might actually get mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you really want to get better, you go up and play with the NFL guys. They're way better than you, and it's going to force you to rise to their level, right? So being intentional with the people that you are around, you you rise or fall to the level of, to the talent of the people around you. I'm convinced of that, right? I've helped many, many young people I feel old saying that <laughs> younger people that are trying to figure out what they should do for work. And I always encourage them. You're going, you are going to be shaped far more, uh, far more by who you're around than what you do, mm. right? Far more by who you're around than what you do. So mm. make sure you're intentional, uh, with those pieces and, uh, you know, being intentional with who you want to go talk to. I think that's really, really important is seek out those mentors, mm-hmm. seek out those people in life that you mm-hmm. can say. So, so one of the things mm-hmm. that I did in my business and, uh, it was hard because I had to let people go, uh, on my team that I really loved and cared about was I decided one day I only want to be around all stars and that's not meant to be prideful at all. It was, I feel like I'm an A talent. I want to be around more A talent. And if I'm spending time with C talent that can't develop into A talent, which I gave it a year, right? So I was seeing now they couldn't, they can either not develop because of me or them or both, right? It's very possible when I let them go, I was telling them, I, I, for whatever reason, I can't move the needle for you. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not talented. I just couldn't do it. I don't know why. I hope someone can, mm-hmm. right? But understanding and recognizing <clears throat> that if you want to be an A or an A plus talent, 
you need to hang out with A and A plus talent. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just how this works. And so I think being specific in choosing who you will collaborate with is key. That's Mm -hmm. why the dance parties are important because Mm -hmm. people, people are connected to that personality. Some people are turned away. Great. Some people are drawn in. Fantastic. He's got the right people that he wants to collaborate with. Right. Right. Yeah. And just to dig into press into that a little bit more, like maybe it's not to say that there are certain people that are ceiling at a C talent, that they're just not talented enough. It's just about putting them at the right seat on the bus, right? Right. And if the bus isn't going in the same direction where they're trying to head, then it's not a good fit. You don't want to be on that bus line. So what what you spoke to well there is if I don't have the capacity to lead you to where you want to go, then it's never going to work in the first place. So let's not start on this journey together. You know, like we can, we can agree to that we care about each other. We like that. We know we like one another, but professionally speaking, we're just not going in the same direction. So let's not even, let's not even board this. Now, if you're going in the same direction and somebody isn't maxed out their potential, that's what great leaders have the capacity to do. And if they're trying to get somewhere that you can't help them get to, that is in alignment with your goals, then it becomes a leadership question. So sometimes I think we have to be accountable to that too. Like, how can we if we're not getting out of our team the expectations that we have for them or the goals that they've set for themselves, well, how can we be a better leader? Are we missing something? And so what you're speaking to here, G, that whole like mentorship and being in the room with people who are talented and can help you get to where you need to go, that doesn't stop when you're in a leadership position. If we feel like we've made it or we're fully refined or fully evolved, then that you're lying to yourself. You know, we got to make sure that we're always in rooms with people that were, that were, you know, low on the totem pole in terms of mm-hmm. intellect and especially experience. That's one thing that I've been really convicted in lately is just being in rooms with people that have more experience, more wisdom and, and are open to sharing it. I mean, what a gift that is. And people are willing to do that. So it's just a matter of making the effort of finding that and what a way that it what a way you can evolve your mindset, evolve what you're what you're thinking or redefine where you're trying to go. I mean, just just the way that your mind operates and perspectives that you can pull from this, that and the other. I mean, we got to be intentional about that. If we're not as leaders, then we're we're not serving ourselves and we're definitely not serving our team because we're capping their potential because we've capped our own. That's now that's absolutely true. I, I think, and, and if you all want more clarity than this, go back and listen to the episode with Kate Papkin. She talks about doing a life audit, right? Understanding what's going on in your life, but specifically who's in your life. You know, I think of it as like there's three buckets and we need to be intentional with them. And admittedly, I'm saying this thinking, man, maybe I'm not that intentional with this. Three buckets. The first bucket is who are your mentors, right? Those people that you talked about, T, they're just way more intelligent than you, uh, have done things that you want to do, but have never come close to that you can just go glean from, right? Mm -hmm. The second bucket is who can you then be a mentor to, to share and help those people, right? Because you're absolutely right. The, the, The more that I meet people at a higher level, those people more than anyone are the ones most willing to share and give and help, right? They've got the abundant mindset, but they just want to help other people because they were helped along the way. So who's mm-hmm. your mentor and who are you mentoring? But the, the third bucket that I think is often missed is who is your core, right? Those, those three, four, five people, you and I talked about this some, but Tyler and I are an example of it, of when I think about who are my core people, the ones that I'm going to spend the most time with, I think a healthy relationships looks looks like sometimes I'm leading you, sometimes you're leading me. And it goes back and forth, right? 
And Tyler and I's friendship, I'm not the only one that ever brings value, right? He absolutely brings value many times. And we kind of switch back and forth, right? Uh, now I bring far more value. No, I knew that was coming. I knew I saw your face, your face, and then you're looking at me like, you're going to say something. So I wasn't, but now I did. You know, whatever. Edit that out. I don't know. So... My point being, though, I don't mean that at all. Absolutely, Tyler brings incredible amounts of value to me. And I think, though, that's those are the healthy relationships when it's a give and take, back and forth, back and forth. And it's, you know, Tyler and I were talking today about something. And it's, dude, what did you go learn about this? And, oh, that's awesome. Okay, this is what I learned about it, right? Like, the collaborative effect of people on the same wavelength, the collaborative effect of people who have a healthy mix of mentors and mentees that come together and share, I mean, that's where the magic happens in mm-hmm. terms of growth, in terms of opportunities. And, uh, and I think we've got to really lean into understanding who is around us and who do mm-hmm. we want to be around? Who do mm-hmm. we want to intentionally learn from and teach? Mm-hmm. Um, so those three buckets, I think, are really important that we often forget uh, to do those things. But what do you think, yeah. T? Take, us, take yeah. us out with that, man. What, what are yeah. your thoughts? Oh, it's good. I'm 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 glad that you you brought that up and I'm I'm glad that you admitted to our listeners that I bring some value to you because that's <laughs> you know they know that so, that's not so let me let me pause you super fast just because I gotta tell a funny story. I gotta tell a funny story about someone making fun of me. So we're doing this fundraiser. There's a local uh uh charity nonprofit called CareNet Peninsula that I'm the chairman of the board. Okay. We do a fundraising dinner every year. This year, year it was amazing. We raised $457,000. Incredible uh, for the work we're doing. So I always speak because I'm the chairman. And then our executive director, Ryan, always speaks. Of course you do. Of course. Uh, no, I just stand up. Yeah, they don't give me a mic. I just stand up in the middle of everybody. And just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So Ryan gets up on the stage after me uh, and he says, you know, this is to 750 people there, right? He says, you know, there's always that one person in life that you feel like you can run past, run anything past someone, they'll give you wisdom and they'll help you make the right decisions. And you are just so blessed by their friendship. Garrett, I'm glad to be that person for you. <laughs> I was like, that's fantastic. Oh man, that was that great. Perfect. I was like, wow, that's no like a really nice medicine. thing to say. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh man, but uh, but that's, you know, the example, that, like the collaboration, he, he, we have a great relationship because we go back and forth mm-hmm. and I'm not always right. And I know that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so sorry, buddy, go yeah. ahead. No, no, that's that's great, man. It's a great story, and I'm glad somebody's dishing it out to you. The uh, um, <laughs> me too. You know, the truth <laughs> is, is that like there's two things that the two kind of ways that a relationship like that can really thrive. And one, it requires incredible humility to be able to accept guidance and be poured into when you're in a position where you feel like you're a leader yourself, um, and you are a leader yourself. It takes incredible humility to recognize that I need to grow more. And that is a huge perspective shift for most. And if you feel like if you, if you aren't convicted by that statement, then just chew on it for a little bit. Maybe, maybe you need to humble yourself a little bit more. That's not to be accusatory, it's really just the reality that the more that we can humble ourselves, the more we set ourselves up for opportunity to absorb something that we would have otherwise blocked out. And then also in the same vein, it requires a lot of trust. You know, it, it, sometimes we can, you know, we can pull from, you know, books that we read or talking heads on YouTube or podcasts and, you know, we can glean wisdom from them. But why? Because we've we've trusted them, whether it be because of the platform that they're on or the media that they're portraying or their experiences or somebody recommended them to us. 
but it takes trust, but that trust can be broken immediately. So I think in a back and forth relationship, the most productive relationships, like we're talking about, G, the back and forth ones that, you know, I'm grateful to have in, in you is those two things can't really be compromised, you know, because the second that they are, they have to either be restored, which again, takes humility to, you know, confess and repent and ask for forgiveness. If, you know, we're not being, you know, transparent or we're not humble or we're prideful or we, we fall short, whatever it be, whatever it is, but trust and humility are the two most important variables in, in making sure those things, um, those types of relationships are productive, not just once, but for years and years and grow into something that really changes the trajectory of your life. So, um, those core relationships are the ones that are going to, when you think about where you're going to be in five years, that whole question that people ask, you know, where do you want to be in five, 10, 15 years? Think about the core, your core, and it's going to be with them. Whatever thoughts that you guys are thinking in your core, if that's not in alignment with where you want to be in five years, then you're in the wrong group. You're in the wrong core. You guys should all be yeah. thinking in alignment. And that might sound overly simple, but sometimes it's it can get a little foggy and cloudy in the room and you got to clear that out and make sure the people in it are going in the same direction where you want to be. Yeah. So, good. yeah. I mean, when you wanted to get into real estate audience, uh, you hung out with people in real estate, right? I think that's oh, really important for us to remember. Oh, um, gosh. No, what, what you just said is absolutely true. I mean, it really is. And <clears throat> having, having uh, some idea of where you want to go, cause you're right. I, I, I think the opposite of that, I'm going to wrap up here real quick. Cause I think what you said was spot on. The opposite of that is if you don't know where you want to go and you just stay with those same people, they're just going to take you where they're going. That's right. right? So like you're not choosing your direction. That's right. Uh, let's not live unpurposeful lives. Let's be mm -hmm. on purpose, right? So mm -hmm. um, we hope this helps audience. Again, share this with a friend. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. We appreciate y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own Perfect 36 Touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.